Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, in our last few messages, we have been addressing the Great Reset, and today I will be continuing in that vein. The reason being that many, even within Christendom, have no idea what is taking place behind the scenes of everyday life as the enemy's strategy to usurp the one true and only God of all creation and to take his place, racist toward a demonic crescendo. Certainly, the COVID-19 epidemic has caused many adjustments for the people of Earth. But even with this new normal, as it has been dubbed, the majority of people are living life as usual and taking the current inconveniences in stride. And that pertains to the church as well, which of all people on earth, those who name themselves Christian, should be on the alert and stationed with the awareness of the prophetic indicators that are flashing the lights of urgency and heralding the warning that the time is near. And yet, the majority of what is known as the Church of Jesus Christ are not aware, mainly because they do not study the Word of God with the Holy Spirit's interpretation, and especially as it pertains to prophecy. For if they did, it would become quickly evident that global efforts like the Great Reset are much more than just a company of people joining ranks to improve life on this planet and to make a lot of money while they're doing it but are instead very planned out and purposed strategies fueled by Lucifer with a demonic intention to revamp the whole world and like clay in the hands of a diabolical despot to reshape the very fiber of society and the people who comprise it in preparation for the Antichrist's tyrannical reign. Daniel gives us a valuable insight to this man of lawlessness in chapter 8 and verses 23 to 25. And in the latter period of their rule, when the transgressors have run their course, a king will arise insolent and skilled in intrigue, and his power will be mighty, but not by his own power. And he will destroy to an extraordinary degree, and prosper and perform his will. He will destroy mighty men and the holy people, and through his shrewdness he will cause deceit to succeed by his influence, and he will magnify himself in his heart, and he will destroy many while they are at ease. Here we see that the power that will fuel the Antichrist will not be his own. It will be by Lucifer's demonic power by which this agent of darkness will be possessed. This same satanic power will be, and is even now, the driving force behind the demonic minions that are working through human agency in preparation for the Antichrist to step into a world system that has been strategically geared to cause the people of earth to succumb to his universal power. Lucifer's networking has been a demonic collaboration since the Tower of Babel, and even before, in his heart of rebellion against Elohim. Every dark and secret society is a vital part of it, every occult and false religion as well, 
and every political and financial entity that is comprised of unsaved, adamic-bound humans who have no dawn to light their way, are following the Pied Piper of evil and his false light of deception, which is fueled by their own insatiable desire to be gods themselves. When looking back to the first Tower of Babel, we learn in Scripture that the people of earth were of one language. Now in Lucifer's final and much more purposed attempt, through computers and highly advanced technology, the world is once again of one language. In a nutshell, the Great Reset has been defined as a global agenda to monitor and control the world through digital surveillance. As explained by journalist James Corbett in his Corbett Report, the Great Reset is a new social contract that ties every person to it through an electronic ID linked to your bank account and health records, and a social credit ID that will end up dictating every facet of your life. It's about getting rid of capitalism and free enterprise and replacing them with sustainable development, enter Agenda 2030, and stakeholder capitalism, terms that belie their nefarious, anti-humanity intentions. In the book Technocracy, The Hard Road to World Order, the author writes that sustainable development is technocracy. The sustainable development movement has taken careful steps to conceal its true identity, strategy, and purpose. But once the veil is lifted, you will never see it any other way. Once its strategy is unmasked, everything else will start to make sense, end quote. In another article entitled, A Timeline of the Great Reset Agenda, from Foundation to Event 201 and the Pandemic of 2020. Valuable insight is given in unmasking the great agenda behind this diabolical endeavor. They write, It took Klaus Schwab, founder of the World Economic Forum and the Davos elite, about six years to watch the Great Reset ideology grow from a tiny Swiss seed in 2014 into a European superflower pollinating the entire globe in 2020. The so-called Great Reset promises to build a more secure, more equal, and more stable world if everyone on the planet agrees to act jointly and swiftly to revamp all aspects of our societies and economies, from education to social contracts and working conditions but it wouldn't have been possible to contemplate materializing such an all-encompassing plan for a new world order without a global crisis, be it manufactured or of unfortunate happenstance, that would shock society to its core. So in May of 2018, the WEF partnered with John Hopkins to simulate a fictitious pandemic, dubbed Clade X, to see how prepared the world would be if ever faced with such a crisis. A little over a year later, the WEF once again teamed up with John Hopkins, along with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, to stage another pandemic exercise called Event 201 in October of 2019. Both simulations concluded that the world wasn't prepared for a global pandemic. And a few months following the conclusion of Event 201, which specifically simulated a coronavirus outbreak, an actual coronavirus outbreak, which now is almost certain, was created in a lab in Wuhan, China, began its rampage across the globe. 
on March 11, 2020, the World Health Organization officially declared that the coronavirus had reached pandemic status. Since then, just about every scenario covered in the Claydex and Event 201 simulations has come into play, including governments implementing lockdowns worldwide, the collapse of many industries, growing mistrust between governments and citizens, a greater adoption of biometric surveillance technologies, social media censorship in the name of combating misinformation, the desire to flood communication channels with authoritative sources, a global lack of personal protective equipment, the breakdown of international supply chains, mass unemployment, rioting in the streets, and much, much more. After the nightmare scenarios had fully materialized by mid-2020, the WEF founder declared that now is the time for a great reset in June of that year. We must ask ourselves, was it excellent forecasting, planning, and modeling on the part of the WEF and partners that Clade X and Event 201 turned out to be so prophetic? Or was there something much more nefarious about it? What was once just a hope in 2014 mushroomed in 2020 into a globalist ideology touted by royalty, the media, and heads of state, including Pope Francis, the world over, with Schwab declaring that the pandemic represents a rare but narrow window of opportunity to reflect, reimagine, and reset our world to create a healthier and more prosperous future, if, and I add here, you are naive enough to believe that. And that is where we are today. The DeVos elite said they wanted a global reset of the economy many years ago. They role-played what would happen if a pandemic were to occur. And now they are saying that the Great Reset is the solution to the pandemic and that it must be enacted quickly. For the Great Reset is indeed a means to an end. Next on the agenda is a complete makeover of society under a technocratic regime of unelected bureaucrats who want to dictate how the world is run from the top down, leveraging invasive technologies to track and trace your every move while censoring and silencing anyone who dares not comply. When a sweeping solution to a hypergeneralized problem oversteps the boundaries of personal privacy and liberty, the solution poses a greater threat to the people than the problem it proposes to solve. And as part of its Great Reset agenda to reshape the global economy, the World Economic Forum wants everyone on the planet to be linked with a digital identity that in some cases is already being used by authoritarian governments to profile and police citizen behavior under a social credit system not to mention that it is a perfect template for the one world order that will be held under the universal control of the Antichrist. The data can include search history, social media interactions, online profiles, device location, medical records, financial ledgers, legal documents, and more. Your digital identity becomes an account of your social behavior which can then be policed, serving as a means to an end where everyone's behavior is time-stamped and recorded on their digital identity. But it gets much worse. 
the WEF has given a briefing on their plans to have your digital identity connected to your physical body through the Internet of Bodies, or IOB, which consists of an ecosystem comprised of an unprecedented number of sensors attached to, implanted within, or ingested into human bodies to monitor, analyze, and even modify behavior. Scripture does inform us that during the tribulation, in order to buy or sell, the people of earth will have to take the mark of the beast and give their allegiance to him. If the WEF is actually successful in implementing their plans for the IOB, could that be part of the reason that the one who takes the mark of the beast will have no hope of salvation because they will no longer be able to make a free will decision? And this is where we must pause for now, beloved. Please join me next time because we have a lot more to cover. And until then, please keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, for he is coming back for us just as he promised. And as always, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.